My name's Terry. Welcome to the Oddscast. Welcome to the Oddscast. Anything more? Welcome to the Oddscast. And welcome to this week's episode of the Oddscast podcast. I'm Donnie DeLeo alongside Joe DeLera. Terry Takes, producer Corey. Very special episode, not to Terry Takes there. Uh, episode for you this week. We're talking NBA. We're talking NCAA basketball. It's March, officially. Congratulations to everyone. It's what are your thoughts on on March again? In, in my, you know, obviously last year March was when the whole world went sideways, whole sports world went sideways. But March is probably one of the best sports months of the year. Agree or disagree? I would agree. I think I think April might be underrated. I think April might be underrated. Uh, I agree. In a normal year when I'm excited about college basketball, plus you got the Masters following, you know, in the beginning of April, second weekend of April. So there's a little anticipation there. No, nothing to no, – no Masters to watch, but the anticipation is there. Um, but, again, I just – to me, it's just March 2020. We're just getting a redo. Let's see if we can get it right this time. What is your – so, Terry, you just mentioned that in a normal year where you would be excited about college basketball, we've talked about this last week about getting you excited. Has there been any progress on that front? Uh, no. I've watched one college basketball game all season. Um, Which was I'm, what? I don't remember. I hope it was Grand Canyon. Uh, I think it was Duke and they sucked. Duke stinks. Um, yeah. I, I'm just, I'm trying. I'm, tr- I mean, that's not true. I'm not really trying. I will try. I promise to try soon this weekend. What is, so what, what's the problem? I don't what's, know. Like what, it, what is, what is capturing your attention? Are you still a top shot addict? I think I need like, um, New genics with Frank Thomas. You know, maybe I have low T. Is that what it's called? Not yeah, eugenics. So. I don't eugenics. know. <laughs> <laughs> you please emphasize the beginning of that word a little bit more. Put a hard end. Um, Top Shot has has taken has taken my attention. Crypto, following that, trying getting back into golf here. Um, don't forget your physical cards, my physical card. I've been working out. I was in a, I was in a weight loss challenge. So I I mean, just concentrating on my fitness. Uh, so, you know, I've been juggling a lot of balls, a lot of balls in in the air, a lot of balls in my hand. That's good. I think, how are you handling? Are you, how are you handling them properly or I I think so, but I'm ready for some bigger balls and that's, you know, I'm going to try to get back into basketball. Okay. That's fair. Um, is there anybody that you like? Like what, like, is there anything that you like, how are you going to start? You haven't, what are you doing? Like, how are you going to get back in? Yeah. How are you going to, first of all, this is, this is going to be the year that I win the bracket because I know the least and I'm going to prepare the least. I love that. I won't overthink things. Uh, I'm going to dive deep into some Ken Palm uh, and possibly just start betting on teams that I like the mascot. I'm going to always bet on Grand Canyon, um, the Lopes. Got to love the Lopes. Um, and then we'll go from there. Fair. Here's a new segment I just came up with. Uh, Terry's Top Shot Corner. Give us two minutes on your Top Shot analysis where's the market where is everything i know i know you've been talking about you've been juggling a lot of balls and that's why you're not in college basketball but you are by far your biggest balls are your top shot balls i got some top shot balls also the covid thing with college basketball that's also like i don't know it just feels a little weird with college athletes anyway um my top shot corner uh the market you know two weeks ago market took off a lot of new users uh, Joe Joe shared a tweet privately. Just showed uh, New Year's new users after Jan one, and it's just a straight line up. Um, awesome. The NBA announced the few rising stars roster on NBA Top Shot today. Electric it drove a little traffic there, so I think 
we're going to see more and more people uh, getting into it. Uh, Top Shot seems to be scaling a little better. They're going to be re- releasing more packs to you know flood the marketplace a little bit. In general, we pr- we might see some we might see the moments that are currently in the marketplace see a little dip in their prices. Um, but overall, uh, I'm still excited about the future. Uh, and I think, you know, if you're not in it, if you're not sure, I think you dip a toe, dip a toe in there, maybe throw a hundred bucks, see what you can do. Yeah. I think you've got to, like, it looks like they're doing a little bit better job. They're going to be releasing more and more packs. Um, and I think it's going to start replicating the physical market a little bit more where, you know, you can kind of get some cards in or some moments in a pack that are just like whatever about, and it's kind of like, you're looking for certain or particular players or, you know, rookies or whatever. So, um, I think, I feel like that's the trajectory they, they want to go on. Um, but we'll, we'll have to see how it goes, especially as the market expands, but like into China or, you know, the European countries, anything like that. I, so, so, so I've, I've talked to Terry about first of all, first off bullish or bearish short term. Um, bullish. Second, I see all the time people on Discord and people on Twitter like they're they're able to use the platform in international countries. It might have to do with signups. I'm not really sure because they do keep talking about tapping into that market. Um, I'd imagine there'd be more people from China. They got that VPN business going on. Yeah. So it might have to do with it. Might have to do with that. I hey. think I've refined my refined my short term take on this. Oh, let's of, hear it. Oh, the constant market, the constant refining. In yeah. terms of market economics, like the people who are willing to spend thousands of dollars on this are the DFS people, the gambling people, the crypto people, slash NFT people. And in my mind, they're already there. Like the only people that seem intrigued about this in my circles are people that fit under those things. They're either, you know, gambling people, they're daily fantasy people and they're here. Like, like I, I just don't think, and you can talk about China all you want coming to save the day, but I don't think there is a pocket of NBA fans that are just waiting in the wings to spend thousands of dollars on this. If you're, if you were willing to spend thousands of dollars on this, you already have. I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, I think that there's a lot of people that are a little bit more old school and just don't even really know what it is yet. Um, I think there's a lot of people that just didn't realize what the situation is. Didn't even necessarily look into it too much um, because they're so you know, stuck in what they're accustomed to, which is generally physical cards if you're a collector. So I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. And, uh, I think as more moments come on, as it gets more popular, as people start seeing it even more and more and it gets more exposure, you're going to get some more people to invest, whether it's collectors, uh, investors, whatever. Producer Corn. I think you need to include time as a factor here. The sneaker market that exists today didn't really exist in you know, the late eighties and early nineties when, you know, pro model shoes started to become a thing. And now they're literally collector's items that are sold for thousands and thousands of dollars. Early moments, hang on to them. You never know. You never know what the future might bring. It's a collector's market essentially. And I think time is a factor that is going to be very important that, you know, bullish in the long term for sure. But, uh, included I, in your I am, thoughts. I'm- yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm bullish long term. I'm just bullshit. I mean, think about it. Like bullshit. You were like, <laughs> what you mean, out. What last week, bullshit? last week you were like, I'm selling what I can, getting yes. super fucking even, and just yes. wait this shit out. You've called because the crash is coming. Like I'm. You've I'm called top there. like thirty times. No, yeah. I've called, <laughs> called. I called local top once, and I was two weeks ahead of it. Like a like a week. It was like eight days before. It is. It is confusing where you're at. 
from time. Yeah, to time. I mean, I think I've, I, I recall. So, so spell I all these recall, rumors right now. Where are you? Correctly, let me, let me, I saw me, a projection me, for the AD Cool Cats at three hundred dollars, and then two weeks later, nine hundred dollars. Yeah, Tell us where you stand, right because, here, right now. One, a, one of the listeners can one of the list, listeners Photoshop. Oh, I guess I could because I have Photoshop, but Photoshop our faces. <laughs> On on the guy standing behind the couch, and then Dom's face on the girl sitting on the couch. <laughs> let I mean, me, look, think about it right now. Correct, let me correct the record. set the record straight, Dom. Go. I am bullish on this long term. I am bearish on it short term because of all the euphoria that we have seen over the last three weeks. And again, I really do think that most of the people, the large majority of people that are willing to spend thousands of dollars on this product are already here. They are the degenerates. They are the people who are used to spending thousands of dollars on daily fantasy, thousands of dollars on gambling, thousands of dollars on cryptocurrency NFTs. I think that it's very hard to replicate parabolic growth Okay, well, Sorry. check this out. First of all, you're throwing too many big words at me. Okay, now, because I don't understand them, I'm going to take them as disrespect. Watch your mouth and help me with the sale. Week after week, and you've seen it this week taper off. Like, we're, we're probably, I was looking at a lot of the Evaluate Market stuff, we're like February 21st, 22nd. Like, it's been on a decline from the, the late February like that last week of February, and we're now back down to levels two weeks ago. So I think you might continue, you know, it, it depends on where that thing falls, but I think we're going to kind of see a little bit of a bearish market. And that's why I, ca- I wanted to cash. I still can't cash out. And that's probably why a lot of this stuff in the ecosystem is sustaining itself because people can't take fucking money out of this thing. So it's like, what else are you going to fucking do? I mean, I've I mean, been I've been sitting on cash. You know, you just got you got to sit on cash, wait for the opportunity. I mean, there. So are, I, like like if you were if you were a bullish investor in the moment, like in in the actual assets, you wouldn't be sitting on a fat wad of cash. Take any think, take any equity market. If you're like if you're seventy percent cash in the stock market in your stock market portfolio, you think the market is crashing. Uh, I don't think the market's crashing. I'm just wait. I don't. I'm the, I'm. I don't want to buy things just to buy things. I'm trying to be more tapered, you know, and and reigning in my degeneracy here. I'm I'm trying to change, Dominic. New year, new me. Terry's running a weight, boutique fund. Trying trying to center my chi and Guy not just one ape into challenge. things. He's using the word like chi. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have an intervention soon. But look, and- Dick, if you're not in it and you want to make some money. Just do it. If you want to get in and collect things, also cool. You should do it too. But I mean, dip your toe. See what it's all yeah. about. I mean, it's, it's look, pretty fun. Three weeks ago, when they did the legendary drop, there were 25,000 people on the line. And granted, like that was a $1,000 pack. But when they just did this reserve pack, we, there were like close to 200,000 people on the line. To reserve That's the pack. Granted, completely different scenarios given that it was no, nine, I'm just nine, it has nothing I'm ninety-nine not even, dollars versus nine dollars. No, even not even the, I'm just saying what the difference is is that there's a lot of fucking people using this platform and it's growing rapidly and people want to get packs. As of like a week ago, there were three hundred and fifty thousand people using the platform. So yes, I think they, they want to they want to get like, packs, they don't want to spend thousands of dollars in, in on these things. Maybe, maybe. I mean, we have to see what we have to see if somebody drops another pack. Because I mean, the rare pack had what a hundred thousand people on the line. So yes, because if you but, do, but anything- that was still even a week before they did this reserve pack. So I mean, they were doing five thousand dollars, like five thousand pack drops, and there were like eighty thousand people on the line. So I think to say that you know people are people aren't coming in. I don't necessarily think that I didn't true. say people aren't coming in. I said that the people are here. If, I don't if think we so. Come, I we, mean, to say 350,000 people is it, and there's going to be no other big fish coming in, I think is insane. Like 350,000 people is not a lot of people. If you if you have the same level of growth, we're going to see we need going to need to see 650,000 people by definition in two weeks. I don't think it needs to be the same amount of growth. I just think you know, doesn't like the, have, it doesn't have to be the same amount of growth every time. But I think it's going up. We're going up that way. Yeah. Towards the, the, the 
top right corner. The new shoe market. There's, I don't, I don't see any signs of it, you know, slowing down of new people joining. And I mean, traditionally, the NBA, it's popular. It, it's popular. It usually gets popular around Christmas. People start tuning in, but people really start focusing on the NBA like once March Madness is over. So I don't even think we've hit like peak NBA season yet where people are like starting to look at all the things NBA. They want to be more invested. They want to be more into it. I don't even think we're there yet. So I think in terms of people wanting to get in, I, I think the interest is going to keep going up. All right. Well, we got our we got our short term market thoughts around there. Joe, talk to us about the actual NBA. Uh, so we're we're coming up to the All Star break. Um, the the standings are very interesting. I mean, if you look at the West, like the Mavericks are the tenth seed and they're seventeen and sixteen. If they were in the East, they would be like the fourth seed. Um, so it's kind of you're kind of starting to see like some big tiers. Um, and the trade deadline's coming up on the 25th. So I think around All-Star Weekend, uh, which is coming up, we should see, we might start seeing some movement um, in terms of trades. Uh, it's not uncommon for the NBA for these trades to happen before the deadline rather than at the deadline. Um, but uh, one of the more interesting developments has been the the Lakers are struggling without Anthony Davis. Uh, and I think that's something that we knew was going to happen. But like I said, I think it creates some value on teams like the Clippers. Uh, and the NBA is in a good spot. Um, there's a lot of teams. I like what they're doing in terms of the play-in structure uh, because you're not having a lot of teams tank. Like if you look at the if you look at the East, the only team that's like out of the play-in is the Pistons. They're 13 and a half back uh, overall, and they're nine and 25. But the play-in, you can get up to the 10 seed. I mean, like the Hawks are one game out of that. The Cavs are two games. Even the Wizards, they were so bad. They're two games out of that. So um, I think it's creating a lot of parity and not a lot of incentive to tank. Um, but there are going to be some teams. Like I think the Pistons are realistically going to tank. You're going to see, I think, the Rockets and probably the Timberwolves at this point start to fall off. Um, and the this year's draft, which... I think can maybe lead us into our college basketball conversation. Uh, this year's draft, it's like very clear that it seems to be that there's a top five uh, players. Some of them are in college, like Cade Cunningham, uh, who's presumably the number one pick out of Oklahoma State. Um, but then you're taking a lot of guys from the G League this year too. So um, other than that though, uh, I think that a lot of these teams are going to be going for it rather than trying to, you know, reset with the NBA draft, because if you're not in the top five, it does seem like there's quite a little bit of a tear off after that. Why? Corey, what are you holding up? That is uh, my Patrick Ewing shrine. Patrick Ewing, dude. Can't you see him glowing? Is that, a, is, that a, is that a Nick's comment? Yeah, the baby, Knicks we're five hundred. Woo! Knicks are, the Knicks are not bad. I just, I as like a Knicks fan, and I'm, I'm actually working on a piece uh, for the Action Network on this. Is like how the Knicks cannot nix this because they like always do. Sir, they're going pieces. to. I know. Well, so but I, I am a little hopeful because they exercised restraint in the off season and they didn't do anything stupid. Like they didn't go and sign somebody ridiculous. They really just like worked and they were like, okay, like we're going to grab some vets. We're going to keep it together, but we're going to play our young guys. Um, so I'm hoping they don't nix this. I hope they don't go trade for Victor Oladipo. I hope they don't go trade for Andre Drummond. Um, I hope they just let their young guys play. That would be stupid. But Joe, is this the, the best home record that they've had in years? Yeah, it's like, I, I don't think we've been this good since uh, we had Mellow. It was like that J.R. Smith and Mellow combo um, where we won. Chalmers. Yeah, where we won like good a first year. round playoff series. I think other than that, like we've been bad. So um, I'll take 500 basketball in March. That's Feels because good. fans aren't there to boo Dolan. Their fans are back more, now. You, a uh, couple of them. They? Yeah, I think it's like ten uh, percent or something like that. Probably vetted it. Probably vetted by Dolan. Yeah, it's impossible. Personal invite it. only. I loved. Yeah. It was like hey, uh, enough Knicks talk because they suck. Uh, they're, they're actually not bad. Sir? They're five hundred. Yeah, they're in the playoff okay. picture. They would be okay, hosting cool. a game. Awesome. Yeah, I'm sure that'll work out. Uh, why can't Donovan Mitchell win the MVP? Currently at eighty to one odds. Because people, why shouldn't I bet this? Why shouldn't I bet this? The best team in the NBA. Because people debate whether he's even the best player on the team. Gobert? Yeah. Or Joe Ingles? Like, 
<laughs> go big, go bear. <laughs> but no, I, I just think that he's, I like it. I think it, I, I, I don't hate it as like a flyer, but I just think that as long as the Lakers are in the picture, like LeBron is going to get votes. And then I think it's either him or Joel Embiid. Um, especially if the Sixers stay at the top, the guy that I think, well, but counterpoint to LeBron is that if 80 is out for a long time, they're yeah. going to need to rest him. Yeah, well, he's actually resting tonight. It's his first game that he's taking off this season. Like he doesn't um, care about the MVPs. He wants another championship. Yeah. I think he wants the MVP, but I think it's more like he'd rather have the chip. Um, but I think he does want the MVP. And this is called the be, chip or the shit. Yeah, the chip hmm. wants it. Okay. So, um, get that dip. Uh, but anyway, I think that he, I think he wants it this year, but I think that Embiid has been, Embiid has been awesome and there's a lot of value on him. I think there's a lot of value on the Sixers. The guy that I didn't think was going to, I thought that none of the Nets could win this, but, but James Harden is fucking awesome. He's just been unbelievable. 25 Um, to one right now. Yeah. I don't, I don't hate it. Uh, especially if he's, cause he, he looks like the best player on the team. Um, the way he's passing the ball, the way he's facilitating, and he's been the guy that doesn't rest. So he's, I think there's like a decent chance that he could make a push for it, especially if they pull away in the East or something like that. Carl Anthony Towns, 500 to one. Definitely not. Don't waste your money. Get the guac. Next, next, next year is his year. Um, <laughs> let's transition a little bit to college basketball. Big news last week, or you know, last two nights ago, was uh, Illinois kind of just laying the smackdown on Michigan, and both of those teams were kind of competing for a number one seed. And Illinois, also without their best player, Io Dusunmo, just laid the smackdown on. They were up at thirty, up by thirty at one point, ended up winning by I think twenty three points um, in Ann Arbor. And funny thing was yesterday, DraftKings didn't upload like update the the odds at all for <laughs> to make Final Four and the championship winner. Um, Illinois, you know, not a not a stretch to say that they could win, even if they didn't put the SmackDown on Michigan. They're top five in Ken Palm right now. Very balanced team, eighth offense, eighth defense, and they have two top ten players in the league in the Sunmo and Kofi Cockburn. And that's per, you know, Ken Palm's top 10 player of the year rankings. Tasunmo's three, Cockburn's nine. Wait, his name is Cockburn? Kofi Cockburn. Get Cockburn. that checked out. That's, that's a ridiculous name. Seven-footer Kofi Cockburn. Yeah, seven-footer. Add him to the video. So DraftKings didn't update these odds. They were pl- Illinois was plus 400 to make the final four. Plus twenty, uh, plus two thousand to win the championship. I tweeted about this, which is why you should follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, all the socials. Because I tweeted that go get this line before it's gone. As of you know, probably an hour later, I guess after I tweeted that they were at already down to plus two fifty and plus twelve hundred on DraftKings. I think they're even lower on FanDuel. But it's a really interesting year. I think that this is as good a time to discuss and kind of figure out which of the top teams you're liking. And it's an interesting year just because Ken Palm's top five teams as of right now have never been so balanced. Like usually there's like a Villanova up there and you know, their defensive rankings are outside the top 20, but their offense is good. There's no team like that. Like Gonzaga has got top 10, Offense, defense, Michigan's got top 10 offense, defense at two, Baylor three, third offense, 20th defense, top 10 for Houston in the American conference at number four, who I think is a really, uh, you know, valuable team right now in terms of the, of the odds, because they're not looked at as a true title contender, even though all the advanced metrics say they are. And, you know, Kelvin Sampson has had them in positions to, you know, kind of make a run of the tournament. It hasn't really panned out. I think in 2019, they made it to the Sweet 16 as a three seed, ended up losing to Kentucky. And then the 2018 year, which was the year that I was like all over them, 
They were a six seed. They lost to Michigan uh, in the second round on like an absurd end of the game three pointer in a game that they should have won. And Michigan ended up actually going all the way to the title game. Yeah, um, it was pool, right? The, yes, it was. Yeah, I had them advancing that game. Fun yeah. times. That was, that was the Moritz Wagner Wagner team. Wagner. And Duncan <laughs> Robinson was also on that team too as a senior. He was um, a shooter. And they ended up losing to Villanova. They were uh, really – like those two guys were just – had such punchable white faces. <laughs> I still think Duncan Robinson has a punchable white face, but – yeah, I mean that's a he's thing. cooler. He's definitely cooler on the Heat. Like I like him more on the Heat. I think he has to be on the Heat. Like, could you imagine if he was on like I don't even know a team like the Pistons or something like that? That, that would be crazy. I just think he fits in <laughs> like the vibe. Like that's just what they do. They shoot. Threes. Stop! You're blowing my mind. <laughs> so yeah, I mean Houston at four, Illinois at five, also top ten offense defense. You know, you don't really get to the really, you know, offensively centric teams and the unbalanced teams until Iowa and Ohio State. You know, Alabama, who I like, doesn't really have a good offense, but they have a really high tempo. So it might be kind of, you know, cut against that a little bit. So, you know, there's a, a lot of heavy teams at the top. And I've said this before on this podcast that, the lack of fans might actually kind of allow the creams to rise to the top a little bit. Cause there's not going to be this, you know, teams, teams that are, are playing well are now used to playing well on neutral courts. Cause essentially they played on neutral courts all season. So, you know, obviously crazy things still happen in the tournament, but you know, I haven't heard a lot of stuff like this, but if there does come about, in March, like, Oh, this is going to be the year we finally get to see, you know, not finally, but we get to see no, no fans and just kind of like a weird March madness, you know, expect weird things to happen. I would actually go the other way and just say, this could be a chalky year. So this is a good time as ever to bring in a new segment that we have been playing around with. And I would like to announce on behalf of this podcast, we have a new segment called Miss Cleo's future of the week you have questions i have the answers applause 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 so i love terry terry you're the one who uh thought this one up so why don't you give a give a sense of the rules here and uh tell everyone what they're playing for uh yeah so uh this segment we're just gonna each pitch a future to uh producer Corey. Uh, and then he'll pick his favorite one based on the reasonings given, based on his own personal preference, based on how his, you know, maybe he had a bad bowel movement and he's in a bad mood and he picks the worst one. I'll clear um, today on that front, but yeah, those are all factors. Um, so he's going he's gonna to pick and, you know, the winner, uh, what, the winner gets whatever Corey says he's got. And, you know, it's named after, you know, in memoriam to Miss Cleo who we all know was the, um, uh, I guess, I'm not sure where she was from. She's from LA. Uh, she's from LA, but what, what was her accent? It wasn't fake. Wasn't, yeah. Well, it was a fake accent. Was it Jamaican? Was <laughs> yeah, she going she, for Jamaican? She went with Jamaican. Okay. I wasn't um, sure it was like, yeah. Her accent was like debunked on a morning show. I remember listening to it when I was like a little kid. It was either 90, Hot 97 or Power 1051. They used to make fun of her all the time, and like it was clear that her her accent was fucking fake. Um, but that was before the lawsuit started and the colon cancer. But yeah, oh, she was also a fake psychic, um, and then went to jail for fraud. But we all remember those commercials. She can see your life. Call now, Miss Cleo. Don't make me take you to church, young man. So we're seeing the future with our futures, and Corey's going to pick the best one. All right, who wants to start? Hot start to this guy. <laughs> do you want me? Do you want me to uh, read the tarot cards and see who yeah, goes first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You hit us with something. Okay. All right. I see. We have the shining moon. It's a new moon, uh, and then we have uh, a body of water. Is there an Aquarius in the crowd? No. Fuck. Okay, Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Joe. What are you? Me? Yeah. I'm a I'm a Capricorn. Okay, oh, Capricorn's Capricorn going first. The crown. There you go. That's what I meant to say. All right. So, 
Uh, I, I'm very excited. I might be the only one that's excited about this. Um, I'm excited for baseball season and the future that I'm going to give out is going to be controversial on this podcast, uh, because of who we have as our other analysts here, but I will be giving out the Mets to win the national league East at plus one forty on DraftKings. I think that they are the best team in that division. Um, and I think that there's some value at them at plus 140 versus the Atlanta Braves at plus 120. Uh, and I'm leaning, I'm, I, I think the Mets are good. I think that they have the best pitcher in baseball in Jacob DeGrom and a nice young core. So I will be backing the Mets to win the National League East at plus 140. You know, the goal of this is to try to convince Miss Corey Cleo. I told yeah. him they have Jacob DeGrom. That's literally all you need to know. You guys are freak. Yeah, you're I'll hold all. I'll Duh. hold all judgment till all the picks are in. Well, no, Corey fucking hates the Mets. So it's like I don't yeah. hate the Mets. I feel sorry for the Mets and more sorry for their fans than the team itself. I feel Go sorry ahead. for Joe for betting on that. That was a mistake. Go ahead. Oh, next up, it's uh, do we have a Leo? <laughs> we have a Delio. I think that's close. enough. Delio's close enough. I am. I am not a Leo. Um, no, but you're a Delio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that's reading actually, cards. That's down. actually that's actually what the last name means in Italian. Um, the, See these these are cards that are not Leo, in English, so line. it makes sense. Okay, so we're on the 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 theme of college basketball, and there is a bet out there that I think, irrespective of the magic that could come about in March and the magic that has come about in most, you know, a couple more recent March madness tournaments, there is a team that according to Ken Palm and fuck, I just lost it 20. Okay. So they are 12th on Ken Palm right now, but they are, if you scroll all the way down, they're kind of like 20th, 25th. They are plus 1150 to make the final four on DraftKings, And this team is not in a major conference. They play in the Missouri Valley conference, um, but they are the Loyola Chicago. I forget the name of this team. The Loyola Chicago Ramblers. Ramblers. The sister jeans. Which is ironic because I am rambling right now. Um, The sister jeans. So you remember that, producer Corey, when they had that done. I know your angle here. They had the nun, right? Was she a nun? I think a yeah. nun. She was yeah. a sister Jean. So the nun, sister Jean. I don't know if she's still alive. Is she? She still is. Alive? She's still, still alive. Pumping. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of discussion about her going to the games or not. Yeah. Oh. That oh. Could be a problem. Oh. This Wouldn't is she great... be there in spirit? Either way, she's a hundred and one years. If she old. was dead, she'd be there in spirit. <laughs> yeah. But like her energy, you know what I mean. She's not. So a you saint. Also, she hasn't been so canonized, you're... Joe. So you have that <laughs> angle too, because there is like a pretty solid chance that she doesn't make it. Jeez, dude. You mean alive did, did or just, they won't let her. her? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you, you just take that, kill sister G? You, you take that whichever way you want. Either way, <laughs> Loyola Chicago has the number two ranked defense in the entire country on Ken Palm. That's why they are 12th. The only thing is they haven't really played anybody this year with COVID. They played Wisconsin back in uh, December. They weren't really competitive in that game. And then they played Richmond, who is also a pretty good mid-major team in their own right. 13 and 7, 62nd, probably on the tourney bubble. But Loyola Chicago, you know, if they cruise through, I think they, they've played well enough and they're liked by the advanced metrics enough to make the tournament, even if they don't win the conference tournament. They have a top five player in the country, Per Ken Palm's Player of the Year standings, and Cameron uh, Crutwig, who was an Illinois native, is senior um, senior center. But I think that Lunardi has them from ESPN as an eight seed right now. I think they can get down to a seven, and if they get matched up with like a weak one or two seed, um, like an Ohio State or a Villanova like that, I think that they can potentially make a run. What were the odds again? Uh, plus eleven fifty to make the Final Four. Juicy. So okay. To, to win, um, win the win the tournament. Even though you know you might see them picked as a, as a dark horse by some experts there. So 
that's my thing. You got the whole sister gene redux from four years ago, but they're a much better team than they were back then. So that's my, that's my pitch to you. Um, as, as you try and see into the future here. Quick question. If I may, are you afraid that sister Jean used all of her, I guess, IOUs, uh, from God for that last run? Um, IOUs from God. <laughs> what is are those like, I don't even know what that means. Like he, he, she cast in, she cashed in some IOUs that God had given her. And yeah. It got, it got the Ramblers to the final four. Huh? Um, I think there's some juice left, you know, God is, uh, you know, known for, um, making comebacks in the story of, of, Jesus Christ, there was a was a big comeback in there after he, you know, arguably lost in the final four. Yeah, but then so. he took his ball and went home. Yeah, yeah, he's also known for like just on a bet, like just unmitigated wrath and just drowning a planet. So <laughs> two two edges to that sword. Well, we're coming out of a plate too. So the Pope um, did just issue a statement that said that uh, if we don't fix global warming, there will be another flood. So there's that. I did just Here's come into a, a bunch of wood. Here's a collectibles um, little tidbit for you from Sister Jean's Wikipedia page. Um, so in the 2018 NCAA tournament, you know we know that Sister Jean and the uh, the Ramblers of Loyola, Chicago, made it to the Final Four. But it says the then 98 year old nun quickly became a star in the tournament. Her bobblehead sold for more than 300 dollars on eBay. Wow. Give me a top shot of that. I'll she's selling. It. <laughs> it's like she's selling a relic before she's dead. It's impressive. <laughs> she can bless it herself. Okay. So that's that's my that's my pitch. Okay. Um, tarot cards tell me Terry's up. It's a card yes. that says Terry's up. Big surprise. Oh, huh, that's cool. Um, I'm not I'm not going to be original here, just because it's this is the first Miss Cleo Corey's future of the week, and and I I just added added to the stack today so i'm just going to put it on record in in this segment uh to bet the united states of america to win the world cup at 100 to 1 <laughs> in cutter in 2020 uh like i 2022. said 2022 uh like 2020 I said, was last year it's uh it's still this year i think uh, like I said, America's all Americans all they do is invade and conquer the Middle East or attempt to. Uh, so I think they're going to advance in the tournament. Got hot young talent at a hundred to one. People sleeping on the good old U.S. of A. Uh, just like sleepy Joe Biden. And I, I think there's a value there's value in that hundred to one. I don't want to. I'm not going to ramble. I've already already talked about this. What is that? Are there any odds on their like passing their first group? uh, No, because they technically haven't qualified yet. Oh, that's right. That's that's also built into the odds. Does Does Joe Biden become the sister gene of the United States if the United States goes (laughs) (laughs) on? It's possible. Yes, he could be there. Uh, Actually, I don't. I don't know if they would go. I don't know if he would go to Qatar. I don't know what our diplomatic relations are with it wouldn't, that. That wouldn't yeah. be the biggest problem. The biggest problem would be that he's at a soccer event and uh, he would be beat up over that relentlessly. I just think you might be confused why they're not using their hands. Yeah, like, what is this game? Why don't you just grab that ball, man? Come on. But yeah, I think it's so much easier. <laughs> he could have a sister gene aspect to it. Um, so, yeah. He himself is becoming a relic as well. So, yeah, I see where mm-hmm. you're going with that. Yep. I don't know what the diplomatic relations are. I would imagine Qatar is pretty aligned with Saudi Arabia and, and Biden's been We're a little tough again. on the Saudis. So yeah. Okay. Um, there's also like we're not gonna we're not gonna acknowledge the fact that like all these stadiums are built by slave labor. No. Yes, they were. And yeah, like I, I said, like I've said previously, America's fine riding the coattails of slavery yeah. to to <laughs> yeah. Promise. You're going to be shocked at the amount of like Indian workers that are actually stuck there for the rest of their lives. All right. Mm, probably so I have my picks. There. Like they're stuck in the labyrinth. You can't get out. Well, I don't have passports anymore because they were taken by the. Never mind. Go also look it true. up if you don't know. Yeah. Uh, Joe, get the fuck out of here with that Mets shit. You got to be kidding me. Dom and Terry. Interesting. 
if Terry would have told me this uh, early 2020, not late 2020, like now, I would have told him to get fucked. But there's so many uh, variables and shifts in um, diplomatic relations that who the fuck knows uh, who's even going to show up. So well, well, my, my my late, you know, I'm if, getting if you to you. Do a one-on-one thing. Terry's going to recommend this probably five more times in the next year. I am. Yes. <laughs> my my future is a winner or a loser in in the near future le- in the ne- in the next in the next month. <laughs> yeah, I can't have I can't have the US winning a world cup over my head for like the next 18 months. Yeah, you forget about it though. It's fun. I already um, forgot, I So how many like times have you forgotten and, and laid the bed again? How many times? Every time Terry said it at least five or six times. Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh Dom very sly, very, very obvious going with the Jesuit connection. Uh, you know that I love it, an underdog. I almost went to Loyola, Maryland. Didn't. Oh. Uh, another Jesuit, the Greyhounds. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go with that. That makes the most sense. Let's go. So let's we're going with Dom. Some, uh, let's get some results on the book. Let's get the Ramblers at plus 11.52. That's, I like that. Yeah, it's tasty. Just know that you'll you'll be accomplice to Sister Jean's murder now. That's fine. Uh, I think uh, Saints. Uh, if anything, her murder would push her towards sainthood even faster. So if she probably wants to get murdered, she'd be, it'd be she'd be a martyr then. Exactly. Like if you I if mean, you die of natural causes, it's a hole to do to become a saint. If you get killed, they're like bang, canonize them. I sell mean, their she, boats for she's. Real. There, there's no doubt in my mind she's going into the basketball hall of fame because they just let anyone in there. Yeah, that's a that's a gong show. I mean, she's had to have gotten the vaccine at this point. God is her vaccine. It depends how many IOUs she had left. I also don't think she's capable enough to like get a time on the computer. So no way, no chance. All right, and if uh, if if this future does happen with the proceeds, we will buy um, a sister Jean bobblehead. No, we're going to take the, the proceeds podcast. and donate it to colon cancer in the name of Miss Miss Cleo. Mm. Yeah, colon true. cancer research. That's, that's actually a good thing. We'll see how much money we can raise for Miss Cleo. In Miss Cleo's name, not for her. She's dead. Yeah. <laughs> not for her estate. Also, she's a criminal. Mm. <laughs> Fraud. <laughs> all right. That was it for Miss Cleo's Future of the Week. Loyola Chicago plus 1150. We're going to start to uh, actually record these and uh, see, how, see how much money we can raise. What do you want to say? 2% of the winnings go to... Uh, go to Go to uh, colon cancer research. And the rest goes to the bobblehead. Okay. (laughs) Yes. So gracious. (laughs) (laughs) Call call it a tithe. 10%. 10% is tithing? (laughs) Sure. You know, people have been criticized and jabbed at and talked about throughout the ages for having different beliefs. And apparently I am no exception. Although it is a constant challenge. I will continue. I will not allow them to stop me. I will teach as a shaman and help those who seek the knowledge. Sure. All right, let's get into uh, pods and racks as we end this episode. Um, producer Corey, I think we're about to have it out on the Netflix movie. Um, I care a lot. Let's do it. So I'll recommend hate watching this movie. But is that why it's good? Because it's it literally intended to make you fucking hate everyone. Yes. I okay. Yes. What if you hate everyone already? That's even better because you're going in primed. It's perfect. Okay. Yeah. This actually, you might sympathize with the people that should be hated because you hate everybody. Fair. Dom, you want to recap it? I mean, yeah, I, it's, it's, it's about a... Like, who's the actress that just won a Golden Globe for doing this? No idea. Whatever her name is. Hot start. She is a, like, a girl boss destroyer of old people through, like, the guardianships. It's like that episode of Dark Money uh, about guardianships on Netflix. um, It's, um... That guy from Massachusetts. Rose, Rose, uh, Rosalind Pike. Rosalind Yes, Rosamund Pike. Rosamund From Gone Girl. Yes, yes. And she is like a guardianship, um, just um, magnate in in her industry. Community. 
um, where she just has all these old people that she just controls and just makes all this money, liquidates all her assets. But it's like done in the guys with like, oh, like female empowerment. Like this is like men can't tell me like no when I like when like the old lady's like son is like calling her a bitch. It's like so it plays off for like this like anti woke culture a little bit, which I kind of liked because it was just so fucking absurd. It reminded me of the Eric Andre meme where he's like, um, I forget who's on the, as a guest, but he's like, did, uh, did Margaret Thatcher have girl power? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's like Tyra Banks. She goes, yes, of course. And he goes, do you think Margaret Thatcher effectively utilized girl power by funneling money into the illegal paramilitary death squads in Northern Ireland? (laughs) Uh, Do you think Margaret Thatcher had girl power? Yes, of course. Do you think she effectively utilized girl power by funneling money to illegal paramilitary death squads in Northern Ireland? I don't know about that. <laughs> so it's like kind of got that vibe where like she's using girl power to like kind of like make herself likable and like female empowerment and all this stuff, but she's doing like absurdly grotesque things that by, are totally like, every, legal. by every barometer of society that are that are legal. And that's kind of like I hope the film is start is trying to show a light on how fucking absurd this industry is and um, how much you should want to hate her and hate everybody involved in this movie. Um, but yeah, I like yeah. If that's if that's what it's supposed to be, fine. I get it. It, it elicits emotion. But like you can say the same thing about like the Human Centipede or whatever that movie was called. Because that like elicited emotion out of you too. I agree. I don't see the problem there. Yeah, interesting comparison. <laughs> yes. Okay. No, it's not. It, like, if you watch the movie, it's not. <laughs> yes, this is the new human centipede. <laughs> it kind of is. It's, it's just one that. piece of shit shitting in another piece of shit's mouth the whole time. <laughs> and the other piece of shit is uh, Peter Dinklage from uh, Game of Thrones. Huge piece of shit in this movie. Oh, they got Dinklage in there. Yeah. yeah. Mm. He's like so, obviously uh, human trafficking the whole time. <laughs> so Netflix, um, I care a lot. I'll recommend hate watching it. There you go. But oh, I actually, think, fair. yeah, I think uh, we actually see eye to eye on it because I, I know I know the angle you're going with. But like in a slew of like pretty mediocre movies for the year, I think that like it's definitely in my top ten for the year. By emotion elicited, I I you know I don't I don't hate it. Tarot cards say Joe's up soup, soup to Joe. Uh, I had a vegetable lentil today from Trader Ooh. Joe's. It was in a box. It was nice. It was very good. I recommend soup it. Soup in a box. Yeah, they've been doing soup in boxes now. I don't know. It's weird, but it's it's still good. Um, so and it's easier. Like you just tear the top off. It's great. Um, so sounds like a cup good. of noodles, man. Yeah, I don't know. It was good. Trader Joe's. I'm in organic. Whatever. Um, <laughs> not that I care. Uh, but then the uh, my actual recommendation was this is going to be for like my nerds out there. But uh, I have been watching uh, Attack on Titan, which is an anime show, and it's fucking unbelievable. It's the last season right now, and it's just awesome. Um, it's on Hulu. Uh, you have to watch it with subtitles. Um, and I could not recommend a show more. It's very interesting. There's a lot of, uh, like underlying politics and struggle in there. So it's a, it's a very good, very good show. Um, and, uh, it's something to switch it up for you out there. So attack on Titan. This is a porno. No hentai kind of, but no, um, no, it's uh it's just an anime show. Oh, no porn. There's actually a lot of them, Terry, without any tentacles going into yeah, there's no tentacles there's giants or titans but there's no hmm. and no attacks tentacles. on said titans interesting i wasn't yes. aware there was it's more of a metaphor actually but yeah hmm. cool would recommend i won't watch it but cool i didn't think you were probably the last person i thought that would watch this <laughs> uh do you want to you want your rebuttal from don or no i have no rebuttal i agree with him oh okay I just had to straighten out his initial gut fucking reaction to that movie. Yeah, I, I that's that's what it. After a couple of days to like simmer down, I realized yeah, that's what it was supposed. He to He was make pretty heated on the initial watch. There. Um, I'll go. I'll recommend uh, Quest bars. I just love them. Been a day oneer on Quest. I've left them from now and then, but always always come home. Got a got a big box of Quest bars over here that I've been snacking on. What's uh, your favorite? My favorite, my favorite back in the day used to be 
uh, the apple pie one, but they, yes, they, that one was the best. It they was the best. It. I know. I, and I'm then so they cr- I like stopped eating quest bars after that. Yeah, exactly. So Look, if you, getting- you can make the case to me right now, we'll dedicate the money one from that futures bet away from the bobblehead and towards a campaign to bring back the apple pie quest bars. Dude, it, I'm not even kidding. They were like the, like the, like the 130 calorie Quaker oatmeals, but like in a bar with 20 grams of protein. You're it was unbelievable. There's, it just tasted so good. Um, and the other one I used to eat was the cinnamon bun, which I just got. And it's, it's a little different than you used to be, but definitely, definitely still like it. Can't go yeah. wrong with the cookies and cream or the chocolate chip cookie dough. Yeah. Those are I like, solid. there's like an oatmeal chocolate chip. I like that there one. There is. That's a good, that's a good breakfast one. Yeah. I've been more into cliff bar. I started getting cliff bar minis. Those are, I like those, but there's not as much protein. So yeah. Yeah, well, dude. Different experience. Health kick, you know. I need my yeah. protein. Fit Terry. I get mad. That's all I got on Quest Bars. Uh, I'm gonna recommend two things. One is a total fucking shameful thing that I've watched that I can't stop watching, and it's really un- unbelievably funny. Anime thousand Pound Power? Sisters. Oh, it's one of those. Say it again. Say it one more time. <laughs> thousand Pound Sisters. It's two sisters. Is it like collective it, wait, thousand yes. pounds or is two it, sisters wait, collectively wait, weigh a thousand wait, pounds? Wait, 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 wait. I need TLC? so much more. Of course, it's on TLC. Okay, they're always the learning on. channel. Yes, the learning. Like, let's let's learn about these fat people in their lives. You think they eat Quest bars? <laughs> like, they, is that, that what the reason why there's no more apple pie Quest bars? Is that what TLC actually stands for? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah. it's learning not tender channel. love and care. I'll tell you that. It's total fucking like it obscene, used to be informative. Yeah, now I it's think, just well, like now it grotesque. may as well be called fucking Thick Ladies Chew, like with all the fat shows on there. Uh, it's unbelievable. Let's, pe- let's put a bookmark on that for later. I like yeah, that idea. Yeah. Uh, a, T- a TLC parody account. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's essentially what it is. It's like <laughs> these two sisters. <laughs> Here's the premise. I hate that I've watched this. It's <laughs> they have to lose enough weight so that they can get lap band surgery, and it's just never going to happen. <laughs> It's so bad. And I, I can't help myself, but they're also really fucking funny on their own. Like they just shit on each other all the time. Literally? Because yeah. I feel like that could happen no. if you're that big. No, that, that's not on TLC. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. TLC late night. <laughs> one sister always has the trump card, and she's like, at least I'm not as fat as you. And oh, I've just seen like, that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like that's how every burn ends. Like when they go back and forth, that's how it inevitably ends. But uh, it is wait. fascinating. I know Joe asked you this question, but I forget the answer. Are they both a thousand pounds or no. to- in total? They it's are collective, collective. Like there's like a 600 pounder and a four. Oh, oh my God. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not proud that I've watched it, but I, I have. And it's that's half a hilarious. ton of sister. Is it a it's hilarious? No, it's just like, it's kind of like a reality show where like they're on this quest. That's just not happening ever. More like uh, and their mother, their mother like hates them. They're like, yeah, you're lazy and fat. Like that's every time their mother's in a scene that she just says they're lazy and fat, they cry and then they make fun of her on their couch later. It's great. Are they twins? No, they're not twins. There's an older sister who's I think 32 and the other one's like 28, 29. Hmm. Jesus Christ. Check yeah. Is, and now I have air? another this program there. I don't know. I've just been watching it on Hulu, I think. Got you. Oh my god! What's the what's the second recommendation, please? Also, kind of obscene. It's a YouTube channel called Soft White Underbelly, and they have these like ridiculous interviews that are some of them are really good. They're powerful. They're very informative. But there's a whole series of Appalachian people that is fucked up, and I can't stop watching it. It's like, hi, I'm currently addicted to meth, and this is what my life is like. I, I I am the descendant of three generations of inbreeding and my eyes don't work. This is what my life is like. It is fucked. And the guy interviewing them, Mark, I think his name's Leda. He's like a photographer who shot a bunch of people in uh, Appalachia and then decided to interview them afterwards. He has no shot, fucking... Shot meaning... Shot meaning with like his photo, Yeah, with his photo machine, <laughs> not with a gun. Oh, uh, I Sorry. mean, yeah, you should have clarified that. Yeah, he did not go on a shooting spree and then like lower down the microphone. <laughs> Uh, but he has no problem asking them like awful questions about their life. Like your father was married to your mother who was his sister, right? Like his questioning is just fucking ballsy and inappropriate. And I can't stop watching it. Another, 
I'm in a bad, I'm in a bad place, guys. I'm spiraling into like shows that have taken over me. It just sounds like the modern day true life. It kind of is, but true, like, life. true life always seems a little more innocent in that way. But this guy is just like beaming on these people. It's crazy. Hmm. Highly recommend. Uh, I, I, that's, that's something I will check out. I don't know about the thousand pound sisters. That's yeah, what I said about the thousand pound sisters. That's what my sister told me about it. And now I can't stop. Um, thick lady. What did you call it? <laughs> thick ladies chew. That's I, I wish I could cue up the Joker meme of him, like doing a stand-up comedy, holding the book. <laughs> you had some great engagement on that today. I saw <laughs> that's like my new favorite meme. When somebody tries to be, re- I'm not, you know, I'm not shitting all over you, Joe. I just think, you know, it is not a good joke. Oh, it's a terrible joke, but it's exactly <laughs> so, the joke that I would make. <laughs> it's Instagram fodder. It's 100% Instagram fodder. I know. So it's like, it's the meme, it, me, short meme museum, but it's the Joker, like looking out, like the, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker looking out into the stands after he's like reading a joke and for no, no one laughs. <laughs> Dude, I just, like I've said this before, I just tell jokes for me. Like if anybody else laughs, it's a byproduct. Your, jo- your jokes are good. Like your jokes are good. Uh, other than that, like that was just a objectively <laughs> just terrible <laughs> joke. Terrible joke. He got as far as ladies and nothing else in his head. He was like, at least, <laughs> at least I knew what TLC meant. Like, Fair. <laughs> why? Why are we doing like an inside the NBA breakdown of Joe's joke? Because <laughs> we're breaking down it. Dom's new favorite like, meme. Send send Kenny to send Kenny to the big screen. Candace Parker dunked all over Shaq on inside the NBA the other day. She was just like, what do you not understand about rotations? We have, we have devolved, so I'm going to cut this short. Oh, watch by cutting it short, probably cutting it right where it needs to be. Cutting for, it in the softwood underbelly. For, like thick ladies, for Thick Ladies Chew. And the rest of the Oddscast podcast. Dominic Leo, Joe Delera. Terry Takes, producer Corey, we will see you next week. God bless. Bye. Like to get lucky, we're up on like to get lucky. We're up on like to get lucky. We're up on like to get lucky.